Time to grab your friends. It's time for MetaWatch, the world's first, best, only, and probably last MetaBots Dometry podcast. My name's Mitch. I use he and pronouns, and I was voted most likely to never shut up. Joining me as always, they were voted most likely to host a podcast, Colin. Um, I can't make a joke about voting. I'm sorry. My name's Colin. I use they, them pronouns. <laughs> Uh, in retrospect, I, I probably could have chose a different uh, <laughs> different thing here. Yeah, I mean, you know, this is also this is going to come out probably a month after uh, the the when the election happened, uh, and certainly people are going to be very they're probably going to be wondering why we didn't update uh, for most of October, and uh, it's because I was doing electoral work and it fucking sucked. Uh, yeah, hi Sam. <laughs> Didn't Our special guest today, <laughs> special guest, legally friend of the show, and this year's prom king, Sam. Prom king, prom queen, prom everything. I, I literally stole all the votes. <laughs> <laughs> More election jokes. I like it. It's a yeah. spicy night. If you would have told me this was going to be prom themed, I might have, you know, I might have might have gone with a different direction. But here we are. <laughs> I'm excited. I've missed Metabots. <laughs> Metabots is good. Uh, for the most part, yeah. I mean, for the record, we never we didn't really stop recording. We just I just haven't edited and released episodes. That's that's the only thing. Uh, here we are. Uh, yeah, but if I'm not constantly listening or watching Metabots, it's gone. <laughs> the, I, uh, of the statement is no one can prove it. You could have recorded all the last four episodes today, and no one would be able to call you on. It. I will no because the metadata will be there. <laughs> The what data? Edit. The the metadata. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> but that's like meta. It's like with a T, so like meta B, not meta bots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's fine. So it's even better. It's just spunky yeah. data. Yeah. <laughs> Have we talked about how I think the main and really only reason metabots failed is because they couldn't decide between a D and a T for metabots and meta B? Uh, no, I don't think that has anything to do with it at all. Uh, <laughs> it's it's not marketing. It's not the toys. It's not the video games. It's not the dip in quality. It's not anything else. It is literally the D and the T, I think. No, I Listen. think think it's the oversaturated market that it entered into. <laughs> if there's wow. one thing that I've learned in all of my years of reading and writing fan fiction, both wholesome and not, it's that if you if a community cannot come together and agree on tags, it is doomed to failure before it even begins. I I yeah. I 100% agree. But I mean they did they did agree that it's Metabots and Meta B because he's Meta B because he's a B that's metal and it's Metabots because they're bots that have metals in them. Yeah, but Meta B also has a metal. He's got a metal yeah, but, he's, but he's a he's a metal B with a metal inside of him. But he's also a B who is a metal. He's not a B, His he's a beetle. Self is a be- <laughs> but who's on first? <laughs> I uh, I did that, I think, twice for my uh, grade school talent show was the Abbott Costello bit. <laughs> I just kept doing the same thing every year. Yeah. To zero applause. Damn. My talent, my talent show routine was just the gymnastics floor routine. It lasted three minutes. All right. I never, okay. I never participated in a talent show. Uh, had no displayable talents. I did art. Uh, you can't really do that live on stage. <laughs> can if you're not a I coward. just told you I ha- I just told you I had a gymnastics routine how is that not art on stage <laughs> performing art is different <laughs> oh, all man. art is performative in a capitalistic society <laughs> do we want to talk about metaphorced 
<laughs> Not really, no. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was an okay episode. Uh, it's fine. It starts with Bulk and Skull hanging out. That's yeah. fine. Oh man. Uh so not to not to force this transition, but uh we did watch an episode of Metabots. Uh it opens up with a joke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it opens up with a fleet of, of pink trucks heading to Cam's estate. Uh Bulk and Skull are there to get their orders and uh Cam wants them to capture Dorcas. And after they leave, uh, Cam reveals that he does not even expect them to, to you know, do it. This is just all a part of his clever plan. Um, and he tells uh, Black Beetle that uh, even though that she has the Neo X medal, um, uh, it, it makes her capable of emotions and therefore capable of summoning the Metaforce, unlike other Killabots. Very mysterious. So, so immediately I have a problem with this episode. <laughs> Yeah. Because of all, because of everything Cam just says here, completely destroys everything else that happens in the episode. From Cam's point of, like, Cam repeatedly says, "Metabots don't have feelings. Kilobots don't have feelings. They're just tools." But then says, "I programmed you to have feelings and emotions." <laughs> My yeah. read on it is that he's like, "A metabot's feelings aren't important because they're tools. You don't give a shit what your hammer feels yeah, like." I, but I also made it so yeah. that my hammer could feel things. Yeah, yeah. Later on, the way he says it, it's like their feelings don't matter. Like, oh, hey, I programmed you to have emotions. I just don't care about them. <laughs> Which is, I mean, very good evil villain, but also he is rich. Yeah, like is there rich. was a second pass of the script where they could have gone with something like, oh, like the the thing that he that he makes a sticking point is like it doesn't matter if they're good or bad emotions. Like they're she she has emotions, so she I, I can get her to some of the me- metaphors and would like lean into all of like the super precarious mm-hmm. positions that he puts her in over the course of this episode. But uh, I don't know. It's definitely they're really simplifying and and flattening this thing down that you know emotion uh, emotions are only ever good and they're all about your bond with your metabot and that's where the metaphors comes from and it is kind of ruined by cam literally saying so i did put that in you but i don't believe in it even though i just said that it is what's going to give you the metaphors (laughs) yeah cam goes to his scientist and he's like trauma's an emotion right (laughs) well uh yes the quattro bagina school uh (laughs) (laughs) to be fair trauma's probably the only emotion came has ever experienced True. oh yeah because he sucks so much at meta at row battling uh <laughs> we don't know what happened to cam in the past but something happened to make this boy like this uh yeah no we know exactly what happened to cam he sucked shit at at, at playing metabots That's Zuru. so i oh wait yeah no i do get them confused don't i yeah uh, <laughs> which is actually the point of the next five minutes of this episode great segue yeah, because, um, uh, you know, we immediately cut to Bulk and Skull, uh, who I, I hate that I've already forgotten their actual names again. Kentora uh, and Minotora. Yeah, uh, we cut to their their fight with Zero. They've already lost. Zero is, and uh, Tyrell Beetle and, and Dorcas are beating the shit out of them. Uh, and they, like, they forfeit, they give up, and Zero won't stop. He's going to pound them in the ground. And this is when Icky and Metabi show up to stop him because he's acting just like the bad guys. He's I thought a, we'd yeah. resolve this with, I thought we had, like, partially resolved this 20 episodes ago. Yeah, but then and they then forgot again, about it. Yeah, a few episodes ago. And then, like, last episode, maybe? Like, it happens a lot. But I figured out what's happening here. We'll, we'll get to it in just a second. But I think I understand what's happening. Um, but yeah, they keep fighting. Metabee's like, hey, you know, I, I can't tell you apart from the bad guys. 
And then he grabs Dorcas and goes, you used to have honor. I looked up to you. And I think maybe he's confusing Dorcas for somebody else. I think Because we've I never known Dorcas. Uh, <laughs> we've never known Dorcas to be necessarily honorable. He's just quiet. Yeah. Which isn't by itself a personality trait. <laughs> like, I guess you could maybe uh, describe things that, that Rox has done as honorable. But this, like, this episode does feel like, you know, okay, we have the old writing team back together. And they're like, yeah, this guy is, this is just for Kusho, right? He's not? Well, he is now. Uh. <laughs> this is just for Kusho, right? Well, I mean, he could be, I guess. We didn't write him to be anything else. He's like, all right, great, cool. <laughs> <laughs> this is the same this is the same guy whose first appearance was surfing on a flooding river to save a puppy, right? Yeah. And they're like, yeah, sure, whatever you say, original writing team. <laughs> um But uh Bulk and Skull managed to get uh Unitrix to to escape. Uh Dorcas chases off after him. Uh B tries to stop this whole fight from happening, but gets lifted up into the air by Ty- Tyrell Beetle. Um, and everything seems to be, you know, just, just going exactly how Zero wants it until it turns out Black Beetle has been spying on them the whole time and fires a sniper rifle shot, uh, that, that, you know, breaks some concrete and causes Dorcas to fall down into the fucking river that's beneath them for some reason. (laughs) Yeah. Um, uh, everyone starts yelling about how Rox is falling. And, uh, before I get into my theory, Rox falls, everyone cries. Is yeah. that something? Is yeah, that a joke? Something. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I I have it in my notes and I wanted to make sure. It's a um, fucking joke for all those nerds out there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, have uh, two, I have two things to point out with this uh, with this m- sequence. Yeah, go ahead. One, I really like when Rox is like, oh no, Master Zuru. <laughs> like, just really quietly. He's yeah. Like, Zuru. And then he falls down. But the other thing is, they make a point of showing that... Zuru doesn't like he's focusing on Tyrell Beetle, so he doesn't see what's happening with Rox until Iki says, Oh my god, Rox is falling. And, and he then Rox he turns around and he hasn't like Rox is already gone and just like, wait, what where'd he go? Yeah. I this is where my theory comes in. I figured it out. Zuru really fucking needs his glasses. <laughs> he takes his off for his disguise and he just can't see anything. He just forgot his contacts today. I don't I because I don't know if he actually ever wears contacts. They never state it. I think I think the kid's like, well, I have to take off my glasses to wear to be a superhero. And he takes it off and just kind of guesses where things are. That's why he holds that watch so close to his face. There you so go. So he can read what's going on. You crack yeah, the code. Just, he just uses the camera and the watch to, to see what's happening. He never looks at the actual battle. Yeah, I, I generally think the boy can't see very well without his glasses. <laughs> This is why he never recognized Nye. Yeah. And then, yeah, y- y- perfect, yeah. Yeah. And, also, and then, of course, that know, was half in his periphery. I mean, that's all blurry. He can't uh, he, he can, can't even see motion over there. Uh, he has Great. trained in the art of blind fighting, though. So, you know, he will he can still kill somebody like this. Uh, <laughs> well, he got supplanted by a better Sasuke. So yeah, he does. That doesn't matter oh, anymore. Oh, God. Next episode's so good. Uh, <laughs> I-, I cheered for you. Yeah. <laughs> uh so um uh the next day uh Iki and Erika are hanging out with with uh Zuru and they're talking about how fucked up the mystery metafighter is now. Uh just <laughs> this guy's a total dog chump. Yeah. If he was just here I'd absolutely. kick him. <laughs> yeah. The worst metafighter ever. He's just become so unethical. 
how do you feel about him, Zuru? You, you, do you how do you, is he totally okay? You know, how do you look at the what, what's your opinion? Good Why don't buddy? you join us in talking about how dog shit this guy is and how much we want to punch his kid, punch his I, teeth in? And the doctor. It's not, just, it's not just this guy sucks. It's this guy sucks, and then his friend fell into the water and possibly died, and he didn't even look for him. And I'm like, yeah. excuse me. <laughs> Like he, he clearly could, didn't give a shit. He could teleport. He could have teleported rocks away. And he just didn't. What a shit bag. I mean, maybe the water like d- makes you not be able to do it. I don't fucking know. Uh, there was that whole thing where they couldn't teleport Metabi because he got covered in in a net or whatever. Uh, yeah, but that was a well, that special was a electric cage. net. That's, That's true. Fine. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, we know that water works because of uh, the Metabot. Uh, straight line marathon Arika teleported apart onto um brass while she was underwater brass, yeah. that, w- that was fairly close to the surface though maybe uh well let's consider two things one uh might have gotten pretty pretty far down brass and Arika are the- better <laughs> they are better uh one brass and Arika are better two uh he might have gotten pretty far down river before zuru could like be able to see and recognize what happened because he is blind. Um, and then three, uh, this is not like the 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 river out in, in nature, like in the straight line metal uh, the blah, blah, the straight line marathon. Uh, this is like uh, this is like an inner city like you know uh, runoff like sewage river. It could be filled with all kinds of heavy metals and God knows what. This is a libertarian hellscape. It's it's definitely not being treated. Uh, <laughs> I th- I think I actually just cracked it though. So, in a lot of previous episodes, since Tyrell Beetle showed up, Zuru had, like, both of his arms in a cross, and he had both watches on. In this episode, he's only got the dark watch. I think he's only using Tyrell Beetle's watch today. Oh. He might just not have Rox's watch on him. And he was just like, hey, Rox, do this? And Rox is like, alright, dude, yeah. Yeah. I guess. I mean, that is what Rox would do. Yeah, I mean that's not dumber than anything else. So yeah, <laughs> that that wasn't a knock on you specifically. I want you to know, yeah. Sam. If I'm going to call you stupid, I'm going to do it so you know it. I'm not just going to go yeah, around. We, yeah, we're just all on Iki and Erica's side here, and we're yeah. all calling Zuru stupid and dog shit. Yeah, yeah, we're right alongside him by that fence. Yeah, and but yeah, so they're like, "Hey, Zuru, how do you feel about this?" And Zuru goes, "I don't know. I'm just going to go home. Bye." <laughs> And like, Zuru, you kind of suck ass right now, too. You're just like yeah. that mystery meta fighter. Yeah. <laughs> Abandoning your friends. Yeah. We should call that pulling a mystery meta fighter. So I, this happened right now. Like, as this was happening in the show, I'm like, oh, this episode's going to suck, isn't it? <laughs> because it just felt bad. It had a bad feel. And I'm tired of, I'm tired of Zuru having to learn what friendship is. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm tired of it. Genkai learned what friendship was. Well, the good news is, is we only have uh, one, two, three, four, five. We only have six episodes left, so uh, I don't think it's going to happen again. <laughs> I, 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 I would put money much. on it here wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, second you are, last episode, yeah. he learns what friendship is again. You are prophetic about uh, Metabots when it comes down to it. Uh, but yeah, we find out where Dorcas is. He's dreaming in a black void. Uh, because he's been hooked up to some machine in the Kilobots facility, uh, where he is not activated, but his, like, metal and mind is allowed to, like, be processing data. Mm-hmm. So, they, basically, it's like he's in a weird dreamlike state. And they're doing this because Cam wants to hook 
Dorcas's brain up to Black Beetle's brain so that Black Beetle can experience, like, his own body so that she can learn the secrets of how to activate the metaphors. Oh, okay. Hey, hey, Sam, so before the episode, I said, come at us with a movie. I didn't expect it to be Inception. <laughs> this is just Inception. This is the plot of Inception. This is just Inception. Well, is it is it more of the cell? Because it's not they don't go to di- like additional levels or anything. That's because Dorcas doesn't have any additional levels, dude. <laughs> There's nothing there. He's just he's just a simple guy. Listen, the poll that I was going to make was w- when you told me to come at you with. A oh, movie. we got time. Yeah, we got time. Well, it was the brave little toaster, and I, <laughs> I mean, I knew we had Cam in here talking about how disposable and replaceable everything is, and how it's just an unfeeling appliance, but I didn't expect it to go so hard on it throughout the entirety of the episode. <laughs> you guys want to talk about the brave little toaster for a bit? We can. I, I don't remember a single detail about that movie other than there's a toaster and a heated blanket and a lamp. Oh, it it was it generally uh, gave me nightmares for years. It oh, is tough. horrifying, and also the in, like the Wikipedia summary is literally every beat of the plot somehow summarized into like two paragraphs. Okay, and every line is more wild than the last. I oh man, like I know, I have seen that movie, and there's a sequel to it, right? There's two sequels. I I have seen the first sequel. I don't remember anything about them. I guess it traumatized me so much that just my brain refuses to remember what that yeah, uh, movie is about. The brave little toaster goes to Mars. That's not a joke. Uh, but yeah, like most Don Bluth movies, I watched it and then immediately goes, this is causing trauma I'll talk about in several years. Yeah. And then just proceeded never to watch again. Um, but yeah. Uh, well, that's going to suck Toy when we Story, start doing our Don right? Bluth podcast where we start off watching uh, We're Back. Uh. Oh, uh, Don Bluth uh, Arrested Development. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, like, I'm... I would like to end this Brave Little Toaster segue with just giving you one sentence from the plot summary. Okay. Uh, it's a randomly picked sen- uh, sentence that I grabbed from, like, the mid- around the middle. They are almost swallowed up by quicksand, but are saved by Elmo St. Peter's and taken to his appliance parts store, where they witness him dismantling a blender to sell its motor to a customer. Yeah. Okay. Again, have you seen Toy Story? The Brave Little Toaster is what if Toy Story had less sentiment to it? <laughs> More and sentiment, but the the sentiment itself is horror. <laughs> Fair, yeah, uh, terrifying. No weird uh, feet stuff or big dragon eating or anything like that, though. Thankfully, I don't. I well, I don't know. I don't remember well, enough of the there, movie to say that there isn't fetish stuff in it. Oh, you're well, thinking about I'm, Page I'm Master. To, <laughs> I I am going to send you the last song of the of the movie after recording so that you can see the like no frightening nihilism song. <laughs> no, thank you. So, uh, Black Beetle <sighs> confronts Dorcas in the mind void, uh, which is a pretty sick sentence to say, uh, and basically, like, starts telling him that, you know, Zuru doesn't care for him because, uh, you know, he didn't come to rescue him, and he, he simply uh, treats him like a tool and doesn't, you know, care about his feelings, and uh, uses this to kind of goad and trick uh, Dorcas into activating the metaphors. Um, but Right uh, before it, though, Cam yeah? says the line that is repeated constantly throughout this episode because they're like hey you know this could destroy black beetle it's like yeah if i lose black beetle I'll get another and then yeah. that becomes cam's main line for the it's, rest of the episode it's the lisa needs braces of this episode yeah. <laughs> um when 
when they said, okay, we're going to, we're sending Black Beetle in, she's going to, like, tr- she's going to convince or trick Rox into using the metaphors, and then she'll merge with him and learn how to do it herself when she, like, feels how to use the emotions. I was like, okay, dope, this is going to be the whole show. Then she go- she goes in the, the Mind Palace, says, hey, your guy is just like my guy. He just uses you. You don't, and you're starting to doubt him. You don't even trust him. Fuck you. If you really trusted him, you'd activate the Metaphors. And I was like, oh, yeah, it, this is going to take, like, the entire episode. And then Rox goes, you're right. If I trusted him, I'd use the Metaphors. Metaphors! <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and we see... What, is, is this when Black Beetle does Kageno, uh, 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 fucking... What, whatever the fucking uh, the Naruto uh, jutsu is, where we see a thousand black beetles on screen for no reason, uh, that doesn't really make any sense. But it, you know, she's doing it. It's in a mind palace. It doesn't matter. Uh, oh, the the special monkey metabot technique. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but she has difficulty summoning the metaphors, and uh, we don't know why, except for just you know continually hearing cam say in the background that oh if if you know she gets destroyed i'll just get another one uh who what what could this possibly mean (laughs) uh these are ghost echoes of the dead uh meta uh dead kilobots that the 99 dead kilobots that she killed in order to survive right yeah because they both have two eyes either that or it's her mind's image of herself as a tool is just one eye um it's I, I think the thing that I think it's explicitly supposed to be these are like, you know, the other 99 metabots based on what happens mm-hmm. when like Dorcas reconnects with her at the end of the episode. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this stuff started happening and I immediately went, okay, actually, I think this is going to be a really good episode now. Oh, <laughs> you're wrong. Though. That quick. <laughs> the moment, the moment Zuru got off the screen, I'm like, hey, actually, I think this is going to be a good show. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I think it turned out very well this episode. I, I think this episode's fine. There, it's just really confusing, and it doesn't. I don't know. We'll, we'll get to the. Yeah, I don't that's know. Yeah. We'll get to it. Uh, we immediately cut to uh, Zuru is once again beating the shit out of Bulk and Skull to try and interrogate them to find out where Rocks it or where Dorcas is. Um, and uh, just as he's about to get the information out of them, uh, Dorcas arrives. Uh, but he is now under Cam's control, and uh, they he begins to fight uh, Tyrell Beetle, and you, you know, pretty decent fight. He pulls out the bonk hammer, you know, good time. Uh, Tyrell Beetle, who has a voice and a personality, this episode that he hasn't really had all season long. Yeah, yeah I love. Which it. is a shame because he's a he's a fun dude to hear. Yeah, I'm like, damn. He's he's clearly buddies with Rocks. I want to hear. I want to see more more of them like hanging out at home. <laughs> Yeah, if only they would have given up more of a personality to Gyroid 2 or whatever the fuck his original body was. Uh. He was, like, he's so worried. You can hear it in the voice. The voice actor did a great job. And, like, yeah, I was like, shit, this is great. I don't need rocks. Rock sucks. Give me more Tyrell Beetle. <laughs> yeah. Um, Give me Tyrell Beetle and Art Dash hanging out and both being, like, isn't it kind of fucked up that we changed our names once we got into new bodies, yeah. but we're the same souls? But you know what? Hey, we're buddies, and we have a shared, uh, we ha- we ha- we're brothers in arms. Yeah. And also, we've got, like, a shared experience here. Technically, re- kind of physically brothers, too. They were made as a pair. Also physically yeah. brothers that can <laughs> fuse together. Yeah. <laughs> but Tyrell Beetle also goes back to being um, Don Doku. Or whatever. Don Doku, yeah. Yeah. Which is which is messed up. <laughs> he doesn't get to keep one name. They don't just give him a cute nickname or anything. No, see, he's like 
I'm just like Master. I've got a secret identity. And just like Master, my, the mask is my true identity. <laughs> my civilian identity is the mask. Oh. I am the Batman. Yeah. All right. Okay, I'll go there. That's fine. Oh, the, the Batman, the Batman that Doctor Who character? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to make any sense to anybody listening to this. Uh, it so barely makes in, sense to us. It, uh, you know, from Doctor Who, the the detective and the Daleks. Yeah, you know, the, that's um, one of those Wheel of Time novels. Uh <laughs> <laughs> so uh in dorcas's mind we see him covered in black beetles uh and uh he you know is having a rough time but uh zuru manages to connect back with them you know get him to to realize who he is and he, he gets back control uh and uh you know zuru tells him to use the metaphors to sever the link between uh him and cam uh and so he does that but it's, uh, you know, somehow, despite the fact that they do not have cables hooked up to the back of their heads, Black Beetle and Dorcas are still connected. So when he mm-hmm. uses the metaphors, uh, she understands how to use the metaphors, but then she can't summon the metaphors. Uh, I don't. This is where all of this starts to fall apart for me, because really they aren't doing any work to explain what the fuck is happening with this. Uh, so well, they're not connected anymore. But Black Beetle is still controlling Rox's body, is what it what it looks because Black Beetle is still in Rox's mind, even though they're not physically connected anymore. Yeah, the only reason he's taking orders from Cam is because Black Beetle is like controlling his body. I, I guess yeah. it it makes me wonder why they need the physical cabled connection so many times in the episode. If if you know this fight proves that they can simply be like you know, on Wi-Fi together. I just really don't get it. Uh, uh, I think the cables are just there to for them to look at it with their own computers. Okay. <laughs> that and makes like, a lot of in, sense. To, in, to initiate the connection and then also to monitor the connection. I think it's because it's dope as hell. <laughs> also true. Yeah. I mean... Uh, I, do, I do think it's really cool when Cam is like... Yeah, I mean, thanks for doing the metaphors. I was just waiting. I, I was think, starting to think you wouldn't fucking do it. Like, thanks. Yeah, yeah. This is just exactly what I've been waiting for. Yeah, and then he, he has Dorcas use the metaphors on Metabee and Tyrell Beetle and just fucking owns them, too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. to be fair, hey, you're being controlled by my greatest enemy. Use your strongest attack while you're in his control. He's like, yeah, all right. And then Cam's like, hey, turn slightly to your left and shoot him. He's like, yeah, all right. Like, what a... Where did you think he was going to shoot it, dude? I do really love the fucking, like, Metabee's just there with a little, like, Looney Tunes slapstick moment of, like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, but, yeah, they managed to, you know, winning the fight, uh, they managed to escape off with um, uh, Dorcas and Black Beetle in a very van. In a very Transformers-looking van. Yeah, like I couldn't think of anything else. That I'm like, that's Trailbreaker. That's who that is right there. <laughs> a black and red SUV. That's a Transformer. Uh, the important it, thing, though, is that Cam's butler, who's driving, knows uh, Black Beetle can't use the metaphors because Cam doesn't give a shit about her. He knows that deep down and in the core of his being. Uh, he's just if only you realized deep inside, Master Cam, that <laughs> if you fi- if you cared about her, she might be able to use the metaphors. <laughs> Why, why don't you say that out loud? Well, actually, the reason doesn't say it out loud is because Cam would, like, ruthlessly mock him and then probably fire him. <laughs> yeah. Hey, why don't you stand up to your boss sometime? Oh, right. Yeah. No, the same reason none of us do. I get it. 
Well, uh, we cut to uh, Zuru and Tyrell Beetle in a desert, but it's not a desert. It's just a dusty construction site. But, uh, you know, they we get the, the big uh, Rakusho flute spike uh, in all of this as uh, Icky and Metabi once again step in to, to stop them. But uh, they're not actually going to stop them. They want to help them uh, rescue Dorcas. Uh, and so they're gonna they're gonna pool their resources and they're gonna go break into the um, uh, the the Kilobot Corporation and and get their their friend back. Uh, and you know Zuru is just gonna straight up fucking walk in there. Uh, but they both they get stopped uh, by the Butler who is gonna betray Cam and sneak them into the base so that they can rescue rescue Dorcas and maybe teach Cam a lesson. It's like, hey, Zuru, how do you want to do this? Hitman, Metal Gear, and then Zuru goes God of War. <laughs> yeah, the voice the only got one set. It says no, James Bond. Yeah. Yeah. The butler shows up and says, no, you. We're, I'm just going to take you to this door over here, and we're just going to go down a hallway, and that's it. We're going to Final Fantasy VII this. Uh, I do we, like that he's like, yeah. yeah, I'm helping you because this is obviously, like, unhealthy for the child. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's very cool. I want to know more about this butler. What's his connection to Nye? What's his connection to Cam? Is he just a butler? Or is he a secret dad? We don't know. Yeah. I think his connection to Nye is, damn, you got one over on me. I guess I have to let you use the jet. (laughs) And then, hey, I remember when you got one over on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll publicly humiliate this child on national TV. I get it. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, this kid sucks. You're right. Yeah. Here you go. Ruin the company I work for. Yeah. I really uh, like they go down a secret hallway and staircase. There's no cameras. There's no security or anything. He's like, no. Yeah. Come on in. <laughs> Directly to our secret are, experimental they're lab. Like, they're looking at him being like, oh, it's Butler Guard. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Whatever. He's our boss. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, so we get, we get to see Dorcas's mind palace again, but he is now seeing Black Beetle's memories, specifically of the, the Joker fight arena uh, that she killed 99 people in. And this is where I think that, yeah, it's it's uh, the the various Black Beetles that we see are mm-hmm. supposed to represent, like, the other ones that died that, that caused her to, like, gain her, her Joker-fied sentience or whatever. Um, oh, when she uh, got her chicken dinner. Yeah. Uh, they get, they get to talking, uh, he gets her to admit, uh, that she does actually fear being thrown out by Cam. We get about 30 of Cam saying, oh, I'll just, if, if Black Beetle breaks, I'll just get a new one over and over again. Um, and, uh, they are, they are trying to use the metaphors, but, uh, the, the circuits are overloading. They're going to explode, but, uh, Cam won't shut the experiment down. He just wants to, he wants to see how far they can take it. Um, which is when the butler sneaks the kids in, uh. Just like, oh yeah, these two mach- these two uh, murder machines with actual guns and missiles are going berserk and destroying everything around them. Yeah. Should we shut off the experiment? Absolutely not. No. Are you kidding me? Yeah. This is so fucking cool. When's the last time you saw anything like this? Yeah, we're behind bulletproof glass. Let's just let it run and see, like, you know, if they tire themselves out or what. <laughs> I really like, um, so Black Beetle is screaming as, you know, we, we pay attention to to the next couple scenes screaming and going i must kill to survive i'm like all right yeah that's a, that's a character i understand yeah. you that's real good <laughs> i'm glad you can just outright express how you feel that's great yeah <laughs> uh well uh bulk and skull send in uh, uh unitrix and xor to try and stop dorcas and black beetle uh and they both turn into uh destruction mode or whatever the fuck it's called uh, and just nothing happens. They immediately eat hey, it. Uh, uh, although, real quick, 
Did you guys catch what uh, Exor did during their demolition mode? No. Put on a mask? Yeah, yeah. Put shoot on. Off. Oh, did you mean shoot off his fucking hands? <laughs> yeah. And the hands just kept growing back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was the best yeah, part. He just shoots. He shoots off his his hands yeah. and explode, then he puts more on. Yeah. It's, How else are um, people supposed to catch those hands if you can't just make more of them? <laughs> but no, it was like, all right, so then they start shooting, and, and it's like, excuse me, sir, uh, it, uh, XOR is a uh, close combat mech and doesn't have any long-range capabilities. Like, I don't know, fucking shoot the hands, I don't care. Anyway, next scene. Look, look it's all explainable in-universe. <laughs> XOR's demolition mode has a one-use, shoot off your hands and mask and they explode. But being kilobots, he reloads them mid combat, so he just teleports another <laughs> set in. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. I'm there. I understand. <laughs> I've cracked the code. And then we get Dorcas and Black Beetle doing the uh, Evangelion synchronized rider kick. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, uh, the boys intervene. Uh, Icky starts telling Cam that uh, Metaphors is all about friendship. They'll never be able to use it if, um, uh, you know, he doesn't, uh, you know, think about uh, Black Beetle's well-being. But Cam doesn't care about Metabot's suffering. They're just tools. Uh, you know, if they, if they break, they break. He'll he'll build more, like, whatever. Uh, and this is when Dorcas finally gets control back. Um, and both he and Metabee summon the Metaphors. Uh, and it literally turns into a shipping beam. Because when it hits Black Beetle, we get transported to a magic space uh, where Black Beetle and Dorcas are, like, holding each other. And Dorcas is, like, convincing Black Beetle about the power of emotion and friendship. And if this... Yeah, this is just a couple now. Uh, This is what it is. (laughs) I want to read to you the way that I put it in my notes. Because the way I wrote it was... Just as Rox is about to slay Metabi, he breaks free, and they double metaphors to the tune of Eye of the Tiger, <laughs> while Rox's soul rides the power of friendship into Black Beetle's mind, and Princess carries her off into space. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, there's no, well, the Eye of the Tiger thing didn't happen, but, like, everything else is, like, beat for beat. Um, that song that they use is almost the same as Eye of the Tiger for, like, ten seconds. <laughs> because it starts off, like, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Instead of the, the, like, it's just at that very bit that that's the point where it splits off from Eye of the Tiger. And I'm pretty sure that's also the part where they would get copyright struck. (laughs) (laughs) They know what they're doing. Like, it's a perfect cradle. Like, as, as they fade away, uh, Black Beetle just says how beautiful it is. And I was struck. I was like, I, I didn't see this ship coming. But these two have more in common than maybe any other metabots in history. They both have just absolute dog shit owners that no one likes in universe or out of universe. And it's like they're they're perfect and great. I get it. I get that that feeling of camaraderie they have with each other. At the very least, and, best friends forever. And somehow, despite having about twenty five times the screen time, Rox has the exact same amount of interiority as Blackbeard. Yeah, maybe, maybe less. <laughs> Yeah, Rox is just Black Beetle without the trauma of killing the brothers and sisters. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but he does have the trauma of having to continuously fight Kilobots until far past the point where they can't fight back. Yeah. Well, it I mean, does so did, make sense. So did Black uh, the Beetle. metal that he has is what? The basis for what would become the Kilobot metal. So I guess we can't be so surprised. <laughs> no. That's, it, just the ship writes itself. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. I'm I'm here for it. But probably my I'll... second favorite ship of the show. Yeah. 
I do want to point out that when just this really good bit where when Iggy's like, why are you doing all this to figure out what the met- metaphors is? You goddamn idiot. It's based on friendship. What like we keep telling you. Yeah. And Cam just has this like weird pose that he's in with his arms stretched out. It's like, but we're the masters. Yeah. What does it matter what they feel? <laughs> He also says it's merely gears and circuitry. Like, fucking, are they, I've never seen a gear in a metabot in this entire show. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, we have. Yeah, they, when they use the metaphors. Yeah, that, um, when Meta was, uh, when Icky was taking part Metabee's arm that one time, like, we, we saw casing that gears would go inside of. We saw motorized the, parts. No gears, though. Right? Well, I mean, this isn't Digimon. <laughs> Although, oh man, Dig- Digimon did love gears, didn't it? <laughs> the the Kalobot medals are just the dark gears of this of this universe. Yeah. I mean, copy data. They control. They control soulless automatons. <laughs> They're black. Yep. They occasionally they make a vampire. <laughs> They're roundish. Yeah, I mean it's beat for beat. I guess I see why Metabots got canceled. Between this and the DT thing, like it's it's over for them. They get DNC'd in this episode too. Like, I got it. Damn. But yeah, um, uh, Cam goes. You know, you almost had me convinced about the metaphors and friendship, but in the end, Black Beetle's just machine, and she does what I say. I'm like, I mean, I so uh, apparently, like, we were this close to the show being over right there, and Cam going, "Damn, okay, I guess friendship is good." Yeah. <laughs> I learned my lesson. I'm like, it it would have blown my mind if Cam learned friendship was good before it stuck with Suru. Yeah. <laughs> Well, sadly, we have six Im- more episodes. Uh, yeah, unfortunately. Imagine the world where Cam actually, like, s- stops his, like, realizes that friendship is real, goes, oh, actually becomes guilt, feels guilty about everything he's done, and stops being antagonist at this point, and now the show shifts to, but Zuru's quest for revenge isn't over. Oh, God, we've got to stop him. Cam has stopped being evil, and yet. <laughs> Look, Zuru's issues aren't going to be over until he gets a therapist to talk about his father. Like, that's that's the whole point of the show. Until that happens, Zuru's still going to be Zuru. I assume he's we, we're going to get at least half an episode of Zuru yelling at his dad. I refuse to believe that we're not getting his dad in this in this uh, this next, like, six episodes. It's yeah, like, I, I, I bet it's going to be the what the focus of, like, the final two-parter is. Um, yeah. I doubt Unless we'll get it before that. Unless Cam's dad killed Zuru's dad, which I don't think they'll do. Or uh, sent him off to another country to work somewhere when we just never heard about him again. Yeah, he's working he, on the Metabot farm upstate. Uh, <laughs> he got Metabotized, and now he's a reverse Karen and is a Metabot now. Which okay. I think if that was going to happen, it would have been Rocks, and he's not. So, like, who's what's uh, the point? Oh, like a Detective Pikachu kind of situation? Yeah, uh, exactly. A reverse Karen. Absolutely. Yeah. We still don't know for a fact. He's a little robot man. (laughs) He might be. But, like, we don't know for a fact yet if Karen was or was not a real human girl. If it was just small wonder the whole time. Uh, If only she appeared in the show ever again. Uh... No. She can't. Because she didn't age at all. (laughs) Yeah, and it would be weird to have her voice next to Miss Nye. It would. (laughs) You can't have two good girl characters in the same show. Also, it's weird that they just walk out of the facility, right? Like, they just get to walk away. Like, they literally just pick their metabots up and walk out. It's That's strange, right? Yeah, because Black Beetle, I mean, was damaged, sure, but, like, still probably could murder people. Yeah. If she wanted. 
And I mean, like, Cam has security people. They could just stop them from leaving. Like, I, I don't know. Like, there's so many little logical things about this this episode that just, like, don't make sense for me and would have been so, like, easy to, like, write them in different ways to not make me yeah. question why the fuck anything is happening in this episode. <laughs> I really... It's, it's consistent to me in the way that mm-hmm. Cam treats all of this as a game. And it, when... So whenever, like, he loses, it's just... Okay, you've won this round. You can keep your secrets. <laughs> Go yeah. on, then. We'll play again another time, and maybe this time I'll crush your friend. But, I mean, also, Cam's the kind of guy that I would totally expect to just, like, oh, how do I how do I win a row battle? Well, I'm going to have a personal rocket launcher, and I'm going to fire it at the other kid and blow him into, into a, like, chunky salsa, and look at that. I won the row battle. <laughs> he would, and he definitely does that all the time, except it's... He comes up with a plan that's, like, so far out of the rules, but then when the plan itself fails, he's like, okay, this is my loss. I should have made a better plan. Yeah, he immediately starts caring about the rules of his made-up game after he loses. It's, you know, it's all a part of the the, uh, agile mindset. You know, he's he's committed to the method, uh, and he's going to, once he's realized that the plan isn't going to succeed, he's ready to debrief, look at the problems, build a new plan, and go back again. Uh, It's not that he doesn't care about rules, it's that he only cares about his rules. Yeah. So that's why every time he loses, he's like, okay, the rules, my rules go stop here. And now I need to find a, a more entertaining way to cheat for next time. He could just be like, hey, look, yeah, I can just brute force murder and take what I want. Cool. Yeah, that's boring as hell. <laughs> I'd rather try to outsmart you in a way that destroys your hope and also gets me what I want. So- there is a there's a Sonic the Hedgehog comic from last year, or maybe it was the year before. The pandemic turns everything into the same week <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, where the Dr. Starline, new greatest character of Sonic the, F- the Hedgehog franchise, uh, essentially tricks Sonic into going inside a mountain to deactivate a bomb and then, like, explodes the entire fucking mountain. And then he's like, look, Dr. Robotnik, as a gift to you, I've taken care of the Hedgehog. And Robotnik's answer is to grab Starline by the throat and lift him up threateningly and basically say, if I wanted to carpet bomb him, I absolutely could have, and I would have won, and there would have been no way he or his friends could have escaped me. That's not the point. That's not winning. That's just carpet bombing the hedgehog. (laughs) What's the point if I don't beat him and make him realize his loss before he dies? Yeah. There is no point to this if we do that. I'm already in control of most of the world. If I want to carpet bomb the, the planet, I can fucking do it. So I think Cam is just taking notes from the Dr. Robotnik uh, ledger here. That t- truly is his mentor. Uh. <laughs> Look, my favorite uh, supervillain of all time is the Riddler. Who, he's like, anyone can kill the Batman. I want to outsmart him. I, I mean, I can't, but I want to really, really badly. So he know, cheats. He's pretty smart. He's really yeah, good he's smart. from what I hear. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty- I will also share a picture of Dr. Starline because I think, Colin, this character is right up your alley. Uh, yeah, 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 that guy. No, no, I don't like that. I don't like anything no. about that. Uh- <laughs> um, but no, the Riddler is all about like, look, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try. And if I can't, then, uh, you know, that's fine. I, I'll go to jail and I'll come back. It's fine. It's fine. It's okay. I don't need to kill him. I just want him to know that I'm smarter than him for like at least 10 minutes. 
Exactly. In fact, I'm just horrified uh, by this duck man. Uh, yeah, he's not a he's not a friendly face. Uh, um, I don't know. It's, a lot of times, I think you could pull off this costume. I I could. Um, I would like to see him like redrawn in a Ducktales style of duck. I just oh, like a, a lot of the um, oh God, uh, the like Sonic like animal design takes that became like the go-to things like that's much better yes uh yeah. like i i just a lot of like the sonic animal designs just do not look good to me personally but i yeah, like this other one <laughs> sometimes they just they're just a little too yeah the person who draws this definitely wants to have sex with them okay <laughs> which is fine i get it you gotta be into your own art but on the other hand sometimes it's just like they knew what they were doing i guess but also, yeah, I just I, have like such a core idea of what a cartoon duck in my head should look like, and it's it's like a it's it's like a Donald Duck. It's it's like a duck a, a Doug Tails. Um, yeah. Hey, I get it. I do like the little spiral boots, though. That is that's a boss feature there. Like more so yeah, than anything just... else on that outfit, <laughs> the little upturned boots with the little spiral on the toes. That they're great. That's perfect great. fashion. <laughs> so we do have a second episode tonight. Uh, we have poor Miss Nye. Uh, which definitely seemed like it was maybe going to go places that were really bad, and it never does. It really, like, narrowly avoids them, like, every single chance it gets. <laughs> yeah, it... it you know, I'm not making that joke. Never mind. Okay. So, uh, Arc Dash and Metabi are sparring and complimenting each other at the same time. Yeah. Again, perfect shipping boys. Yeah. The- perfect shipping boys. They're just having a really fun, like, let out all your tension... <laughs> Uh, like horny fight. Yeah, uh, they can't been f- not compliment each other during it. Yeah, and I love it. They've been fighting to a standstill for fifty minutes, is what I thought they said. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think it's fifteen. <laughs> I mean, but regardless, really long time to have a row battle. Yeah, a constant. A, you know, clearly these boys are enjoying the fight. Otherwise, it wouldn't be going on this long. Yeah, what like they would have called it quits before then. <laughs> Uh, but also, like, neither of them have managed to deal any damage to the other one. Uh, they've, they, you know, they're using their, their chest-high cover very well. Uh, they've, you know, they've been playing their COD mod, uh, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and, yeah, they're just um, uh, ready to just keep shooting at each other while uh, uh, Iki and, and Genkai try to, like, find openings. Uh, and then that's when uh, when Nai shows up. Um, and just starts to distract Icky and Metabi so much that, uh, you know, they, they barely get through the fight. <laughs> oh, to be fair to Miss Nye, she's not distracting Icky and Metabi. Icky and Metabi are being distracted. <laughs> mm, she's not causing I... those boys to look at her. Yeah. <laughs> they are just dumb. Because Genkai, I like... who also is in love with Miss Nye, yeah. is not a complete shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like he just confidently flirts. Arc Dash confidently flirts with her. Uh, Genkai he brags about Miss Nye's magic hands. Yeah, Gen- like, yeah. Genkai like blows her a kiss. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're they're nice, sweet, respectable boys talking about how good a uh, job Nye did repairing Arc Dash. Like they're they're appreciative of her. Um, which is when we he- hear Icky tell Metabi his plan called Operation Love Bot. Is that correct? <laughs> Yes, yeah. that is that is the term he uses. Yeah, um, Iki and Betty basically fake throwing the the match. Uh, basically, B lets Arc uh, Dash grab him and throw him, and then immediately acts like he's died once that happens. Uh, Arc Dash yeah. does the beetle toss. It's beetle on beetle wrestling. The beetle toss thing. Oh, you know and I love beetle on beetle. Uh, <laughs> that's what I've been saying, boy. Um, but uh, um. I lost it. It's gone. It's gone forever. I, uh, 
Look, I get one thought a day, and sometimes if I don't jump on it, it's gone. Yeah. Uh, well, Icky and Metabee then, uh, Icky drags Metabee's, uh fake lifeless body up to Nye to try and, you know, get some special attention from her. Um, but just as, as she's about to agree to do some repairs, she remembers, oh no, she has a class reunion she's supposed to be at, um, and she heads off, and they don't get a chance. Uh, and Iki and Metabi are forced to run away when, uh, you know, Genkai and Arkdash realize that they faked the end of that match and it didn't actually end. <laughs> I want to point out my favorite parts of the scene, which is Iki going, Metabi, function ceased, Metabi, function ceased, yeah. and Arkdash just be like, that's weird, the metal didn't even pop out. <laughs> and Iki just immediately, woe is me, I'm a loser. <laughs> it's very good. Yeah. It's also it's what I was going to point out, but my brain uh, deleted uh, yeah. current data. It is just when, like, Icky just kind of like, puts his hand up to his mouth and, and fakes the, the Meta Watch, mm-hmm. like, voice. It, it's just, it's a good bit. Uh, that's, this is a smart, smartly done scene. Uh. So, Nye leaves. Uh, Meta B and Icky go, you know, oh, that's too bad. Meta B says, what a waste of my award-winning performance. So, <laughs> Arkdash and Genkai yell, perfectly in sync. And then Sai, perfectly in sync, as Iki and Metabee run away. And then Ginkai says the weirdest thing I've heard Ginkai say. He sighs and goes, my only friends are actors. Now. <laughs> he, he thinks of them as friends. Yeah. And also his only friends. Yeah. 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 That's not the part I focused on. <laughs> part I focused on is, like, our actors. Is he calling them, like, is he just referring only to these two, his only friends? Or is he going, look, all of my friends, of which are few, they are all actors. Yeah, I mean, uh, Sam, star of stage and screen, we know this. Um, That's fair. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, news reporting is a type of performance. I would I would say he would count Arika as an actor as well. Um, Zuru is Obviously. constantly faking his own identity to appear as the mystery metafighter, definitely an actor. Miss um, Nye, a history of several different identities. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I just, in my mind, it, it just felt really, really fun for him to say... Like, the idea of he's got multiple friends, that they're, it's not just Icky and Metabi, but he's got multiple <laughs> friends who are also actors. And he just, yeah. he, he, he's like, oh no, not these two as well. When I, when I was growing up, all my friends were theater kids, and I felt that weight on my soul. <laughs> like, oh no, all of my friends are theater kids. <laughs> I No, I feel you. As the one person in my high school friend group that was not in marching band, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that was yeah. That was uh, early high school. I was the only person not in band because I had a uh, tragic trombone accident. Not a joke. Uh, that made me unable to play music anymore. So um, I, I went to uh, visual media, and all my friends were in band. And then I left that life behind and uh, and you know became the only mentally- visual person in a group of theater kids. <laughs> As mid to late middle schoolers, they are arriving at the age where they're starting to blossom into actual theater kids. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Icky is a theater kid. Well, I guess I guess they did go to the Ren Fair. And I guess they are doing figure skating. I mean yeah. they could they could just be trying to branch out to find what kind of physical art media they like. Think of all the different Hoping. times they've had some kind of weird disguise or Icky's had to make their own air parts or Yeah, they're feeling it out. <laughs> I, I get it. Really thinking back to his his like like newfound respect for Jean Luc Jean Paul and Jean Guy. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even finish saying. It. 
Uh, we do well, love the Lupons here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, back to the episode, though. Uh, we cut to a um, you know uh, several twenty-somethings uh, at a bar, uh, you know, all dressed up in suits and and uh, you know dresses and what have you, uh, which we presume is the high school reunion. Um, there's three girls at the bar. Uh, they, you know, they're upset that all the boys are completely ignoring them, uh, because all the boys are waiting on Nye to show up, who is apparently just the queen of their graduating class. Um, and, uh, you know, they're wondering if she's even going to turn up. Uh, no one's seen her in three years. Uh, so we do have a canonical age for Nye now. She is 21. Um, and, uh, guess who walks in at the last minute covered in dirt and oil and in her jumpsuit? It's Nye. Dirtier than when we saw her last. <laughs> We, we get uh, – so the three girls talking, we have two girls who are talking to each other, and then we have one girl who gets named uh, Momoko. Uh, yeah. And Momoko barely says any words for the first half the episode and just increasingly looks worried. Yeah. So um, all the bo- – they said look at all those boys just staring at the door. Momoko doesn't look at the boys. She looks towards the door <laughs> as the other girls turn around. Yeah. So my entire time I'm like – was Momoko and Nai like really close in high school, and that's why she's more nervous? Is like she's like, no, 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 Nai, Nai and I were close. I, I went to see Nai. That's why I'm here. And these girls are just catty for the whole episode, and for the longest time, Momoko's just like, no, I'm here for Nai. I just want to pay attention, to Nai. No, I know information about Nai, and I'm sitting there going like, that's pretty good. I like Momoko. These other two girls don't even get a name. Oh uh, well, no, we know who one of them is. Um, did we learn a name? Yeah, the short-haired one is, um, it's, uh, uh, fucking, uh, Tomo Takino from Azumanga Dayo. <laughs> it is! <laughs> Got me. <laughs> I thought we, I thought I missed a name in the episode. No? All right. I do think we actually get both of their names in, like, one exchange. I did not write them down. Uh, Momoko's the only one who matters. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> So Nye shows up, they're immediately like, oh my god, you look filthy, and they run over to her to like say hi and start wiping the oil off of her face and yeah. all that kind of stuff. But uh, I, I immediately the- said in my notes, uh-oh, gender. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's like, you know, I again, uh, uh, we've watched plenty of episodes like this show that have gone bad, but it, it never really goes to a gender thing. They seem more concerned that like she was so together and mm-hmm. like – had such a bright future ahead of her and she shows up covered in dirt and grime in a fucking jumpsuit to the high school reunion like an absolute slob that's what they're they're concerned about (laughs) that's what they go to except all the men who were so in love with night in high school um the voiceover was like she was perfect and delicate she was dainty and quiet i'm sitting there like yeah you're, you're just describing a perfect woman who doesn't talk to you or you really have to interact with that you just watch from afar and just assume things about. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but okay. I am so glad so, these dudes like interaction in this episode ends with, and then they saw her and their dreams were shattered Yeah. with like literal window shattering sound yeah. effects. And then they, they like fall with the shards of glass, they fall off screen and we never talked about them ever. Again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Look, it, <laughs> If if you're a guy who's like, all right, you know, I, I kind of had a crush on Nye, sure, 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 yeah, 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 and then you see her, and it's like, wait a minute, she runs a Metabot toy shop mostly for free for children. All right, hell yeah, hell yeah. Now I now it's love, <laughs> just like, just like the how we're feeling towards Nye. 
now yeah. in this series. Well, we're all, we're also presumably uh, in different positions than I assume these guys who are probably like what like uh, up and coming salary men just looking for you know to to reconnect with their high school crush so they could get married and start a family or whatever. These these guys are not us. Uh, no. I was going to say, do you have any idea how like how high the percentage of um, of pinups ended up end up being like? cute girl in uh, mechanics overalls and then i remembered well that's all in like mechanics shops and stuff yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not <laughs> which these guys clearly not yeah. yeah uh uh yeah you know um a uh, uh, dirty yosuke probably couldn't make it here tonight because he's also working you know late hours fixing cars and metabots or whatever uh you well, know to be fair what his these parents guys did name him dirty <laughs> Like <laughs> he was going to work in a, he was either doing that or going into politics. Yeah. Listen, you're a part of the dirty family of the dirty clan. We live in this auto shop. We live in this filth. <laughs> okay. What? You're going to climb out. Your grandfather couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. You think you're going to get out of this? All right. Motor oils Colin. in your blood, son. <laughs> I figured out my uh, Legend of the Five Rings character. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, you joke, but like the in the campaign that I'm in right now, somebody is basically playing a character like that. Uh. I mean, to be fair, that's not too different than my Lancer character. That is basically your Lancer. Damn, do I have to start playing Legend of Five Rings now? Uh, Fifth Edition is really good. Fifth Edition is like one of the best games that I've played, uh, and we're having a lot of fun with it. Um. People told me that about D&D. Yeah, well, the people who that's yeah, don't no. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. Fifth edition L5R is good. Uh <laughs> We're we're just going to get back to this episode later cuz I also reference characters I play in tabletop games later this episode. Listen, I love I love the the 5th edition. That one was just for you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so the girls take Nye away from this terrible situation to go do some karaoke. Uh, and this is while Nye is singing, uh, we get gossip between the three girls to find out no, Nye's backstory. I'm sorry. Um, Hold on. <laughs> I'm super incredibly to my bones disappointed. It's she'll be coming around the mountain. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, first of all. They do live in Tokyo in the future. Uh, they live in Metabotropolis in the future. Like, that is in Japan. It is weird that she's singing She'll Be Coming Around the Mountain, personally. I don't know. Nye I, strikes I, me I, as somebody who has appreciation for, for American country music. Um, I would have much preferred if she was singing the Metabot theme song. <laughs> this is, I mean, this is a whisper of the heart situation, though. Uh, <laughs> let, let Nye sing. Petition to rewrite the show so Nye can sing a Metabot parody of Kiss from a Rose. I'll write it. I don't care. We'll do it. Uh, you're you're going to have to, and then perform it on the final episode. Uh, uh, special Patreon bonus. Give me money, and I'll perform and sing "Kiss from Rose" Metabot style. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh, but we find out Nye's backstory. Um, she had a scholarship ready to go uh, out of high school, but and uh, you know declined it and didn't go to college because she landed a uh, you know a dream job at the Metabot Corporation. Well, uh, but well, left it after a year and disappeared off the face of the earth. You're skipping some stuff because the two caddy girls are like it's like she's forgotten how to be feminine and elegant. It's tragic, and that was like yeah, that's that, those went in my ear and then uh, immediately yeah. out uh, out of it. And they did then, not stay in my brain. <laughs> and then they're like, I think we're thinking the same thing. Bitch. She's I like, think we're thinking the same thing like, here. She was even prom queen, 
now she looks like a tomboy. And I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> excuse me? And, and, uh. Sorry, maybe we're, maybe we're not thinking of the no. same thing, but finish your thing and then I'll get to my thing. <laughs> no, um, but, but then, like, they're like, she won a scholarship to university and threw it all away. And, um, uh, Momoko's like, oh yeah, uh, as she's just hasn't taken her eyes off of Nye the whole night, yeah, she got her dream job at a, the Metabot Corporation. And then Caddy Girl number one's like, uh, she wasn't even there a year before she quit it. I hear she runs a toy repair shop. And Momoko's just nodding quietly while staring at Nye. And I'm like, the girl's in love. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. It's good even. But like, that that was my only thought this part of the episode is like, she's just, all she cares about is Nye. Yeah. But what was Listen, your thought? Uh... <laughs> all right. So come come with me on this on this adventure. On this thought experiment of the timeline of Miss Nye, where she becomes the Metabots champion, the world champion, in middle school. Throughout that experience, also through perhaps a, as a, like, with, around when that, when that happens, also puberty, also trauma, uh, decides, hey, new me, new school, new me, high school, goes, it's Miss Nye prom queen ultra feminine just really like dialing it up then thinks like uh graduates goes to work at the metabots corporation and thinks actually you know what maybe like the turbo femininity like it's it's some of what is me but not actually like what i thought it was uh maybe it's it's too much it's too much lives three years at a 7-eleven just be being a friend and now the the fully fledged uh, Miss Nye mechanic. Uh, and let's let's also not forget uh, those three years at the um, uh, the Seven Eleven was also during a crime binge. Uh, so you know, changing you know, it, it, being able to like you know, <laughs> slip back into that Henry persona to throw the cops off. Not a bad decision either. Uh, I'm so, that is the greatest. I would watch that movie. <laughs> uh, a long crime drama where it's like I. Uh, I mean, that's uh, she's the man, but like Ocean's Eleven, yeah, I I am down, hundred <laughs> percent. She's the ocean, yeah. <laughs> well, just like the ocean uh, under the moon, yeah. Um, soundtrack by <laughs> Frank Ocean. Uh... No, don't. <laughs> soundtrack by Miss Nye. Man, uh, uh, Mitch, don't tell me you do not want to hear Frank Ocean cover Seals' "Kiss from a Rose." All I can think of is Frankie says relax. <laughs> Seeing kiss from a rose. That's all I'm thinking about. Every time someone says Frank Ocean, I'm like, yeah, Frankie says relax. I get it. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um so yeah. I like we, our we, podcast. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm nice nice the best character in Metamorphs. Yeah, uh, <laughs> absolutely. But um also, again, I relate to Nye. Yeah. Because I also got a full ride scholarship that I also threw away. I didn't get my dream job to do it <laughs> i instead worked at a pizza place because i'm dumb but i did also throw away my my full ride scholarship for no reason and then people make fun of me when i do karaoke like that that's the part i relate tonight not the not the like living my dream and having people respect and admire me but th- that part 
Well, the thing that really makes me relate to Nye is uh, after they're done with karaoke and they're like, oh, you know, we should go dancing next. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Nye's like, uh, oh, no, like I, I've, I've got to take the train back to, to where I live. Uh, and they're like, oh, but, you know, the train's still running for like another like hour or two. Like we could still get some time in. And she's like, I've got to get back. I've got work I need to do to make rent. Uh, and God, yeah. if I haven't felt that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> God. The word for and word, they, and then they're like, they're pulling out the yeah. like, oh my god, she doesn't even own a condo. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh my god, I know these people. I know these yeah. people. Yeah. <laughs> but like, word for word, my, if my work isn't done, my rent won't be paid. I'm like, that's that's good. That's that's good writing right there. Yeah. That is something nice as on a daily basis. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> my work isn't done. My rent will be paid. That's how she. That's how she gets through the stack of orders she has to do before she gets to see the kids is saying that she and she and honey probably have like a little placard with that up on like the bathroom. Yeah. Honestly, she's hustling. Uh, but yeah, she heads off. The girls go off to, to dance. And again, to your point, Mitch, uh, who lingers, who lingers on the scene, but Momoko. Uh, and like I've said before, there's only one reason you linger in an anime when someone walks away. It's cause you want to yeah. kiss them. <laughs> Every anime has proven this. You can't tell me that Momoko isn't. Her eyes aren't directly shooting a straight line towards Nye's lips when she's looking back. Yeah, you can't prove it. <laughs> I, I can't, can't prove much in Metabots. Uh, <laughs> oh man, uh, we uh, get we immediately cut to the best scene in the world: Nye waking up and being sleepy and getting ready for her day. It's so great. I love to see it. Uh, <laughs> She brush her teeth, she have coffee, she do big yawn. You we know. get to see the various pharmaceuticals she keeps right next to her alarm clock to take in the morning when she wakes up. Yeah. Listen, when you're on that grind, you need that acetaminophen first thing in the morning. <laughs> I mean, Honey, that is the truth. Care of the flowers. There, there is just something that hits good about hearing Miss Nye just, like, walk out and say, good morning, honey. Yeah. That's very good. This is what we all Clip want that. to hear Miss Nye say to us. Uh, yeah. Clip that. Put that as your alarm clock. You're good. Um, and- <laughs> after the show, here, here, here's engagement. Here's podcast engagement. At Metarach, after the show, and I will send you personally a clip of Miss Nye saying, good morning, honey, for you to use. <laughs> but you got to engage with the Twitter. Yeah. Each clip will be individually made. They're all different. <laughs> no, don't get, don't. It's like an NFT, except it doesn't burn down. Don't burn down. <laughs> don't make me do work, okay? I will send the same clip to everybody, but only individually. They don't need. Listen, they don't need to know that. <laughs> I don't want people thinking I'm working hard over here. If you copy paste it, it's technically a different clip, and what I said remains true. Look, just don't right click save as. You're right. I made a funny tweet, but I did the wrong acronym. Uh, <laughs> I've done the right. Go go look at my funny tweet after the show. Um, oh man, it's a good tweet, yeah. but I can't like it. It's not letting me. Now you oh, can. Oh, it's because you deleted. Yeah. It. There we go. <laughs> I wanted to like the bad one though, but also I love this one. So, uh, who shows up this fine morning? Um, but but you know, Nye's uh, destined love, Momoko okay. is here. Okay, no one knew where Nye, li- oh, Nye was for years. The moment she heard anything about Nye, she was out partying with her friends. And what did she do? She spent the entire night, the rest of the night, on her phone, Googling information about Nye to find out where she is. Yeah, like she heard show that she has this Metabots repair shop, this quote-unquote toy repair shop. Um, and, uh, you know, chased her down, figured it out first thing in the morning. 
You know, mm-hmm. I imagine Nye isn't too late of a sleeper. She's on that. No, grind. no. W- w- I, I posted a picture of Nye's alarm clock next to the medication. She woke up at seven o'clock on the dot, which means yeah. Momoko had to get up probably at least six if she's going to get up, get ready, uh, doll herself up, and then do uh, the transportation over to Nye's shop. Yeah. I would she, say probably she, was out. she woke up at like 5 a.m. to do this is what I well, assume. Because her face is on when she shows yeah. up. And like. she she stayed out late dancing and researching. So she's coming here on no sleep in order to see Nye. Oh, she's trying to sleep if you know what I mean. Uh. <laughs> I don't. Could you explain it, please? <laughs> yeah, you just go to Reddit slash no sleep. And... Don't. Do not come onto our show as a legal friend of the show and pimp Reddit. <laughs> get out of here. Twitter, I will let us get away with Twitter. But Reddit, get out of here. How is how is reddit.com slash r metabot? Let's find out how bad that is right now live on air. Um uh, top the top link, uh, in depth look into Metacoin, Metabots, crypto, NFT scam. Uh yeah, they're talking. Uh, yeah, the 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 t- the the top pinned post, Mister Referee Appreciation Post. Uh, I yeah. think this is a fine this is a fine subreddit. Uh, <laughs> the my big issue is not a single person has come along and talked about our show. That's so clearly it's because not because we have one. no reach, and I do no promotion of this podcast. <laughs> not a single person talks about our podcast on that show. So on that subreddit, so it's not a good it's not a good subreddit. <laughs> if you disagree, at our show. Post it on, <laughs> post on Reddit. Like, comment, and subscribe. Got to get in that engagement going before the show's gone forever. Uh, but so, yeah, uh, Momoko, Momoko shows up for is brunch. Like, you know, horrified to to because, confirm that yes, Nye lives in a warehouse where she also works doing toy repairs. She's so worried about Nye's like future and like yeah, but, you know. The, <laughs> come on, we all know the gayest meal of the day is brunch. <laughs> it is. <laughs> And Momo goes here for that brunch. Yeah. Um, uh, Nye does tell her that, like, yeah, you know, like, uh, she doesn't see herself doing this for forever. But for right now, this is where she wants to be. And uh, they're interrupted by Icky and Metabee, uh, who immediately, like, are here to get attention from Nye and get Metabee repaired. Uh, Icky, like, compliments Momoko on how pretty she is. And that makes them both start to fight over who has the crush on Nye and who doesn't, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, which is then that that fight is then interrupted by Komen Dog and Tack showing up, well, uh, crying because they got bullied by somebody, and not you know Nye's here to help all these little these little boys and their metabots be repaired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, this is Mom- and Momoko is looking at all this in awe because she realizes you don't have to be feminine to be a mom. Yeah, <laughs> that, that is, is a very good point in this episode. Yeah. It's like she doesn't say it now. Like it takes her like, you know, I, I feel like th- this is a really well paced episode because you you clearly see like the, the, the clock turning in her head. Uh, you, mm-hmm. you see the gears turning. She's starting to understand uh, well, what Nye gets out of this. I'm sorry. Colin. Um, As you pointed out last episode, Metabots don't have gears. So this is true. No, the humans do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> At least one of them did. Yeah, she's nearing. She's. She's already 21. She's nearing 40. That biological clock is just ticking. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> Metabee says, it's not a crush, man. It's totally true love. And you wouldn't understand. And then, yeah, Tack and Coma Dog. Again, we hear uh, Coma Dog say, rack, rack. And I'm like, okay. 
All right, that's that's okay. It's, it's got to be um, the the Japanese onomatopoeia for what a tanuki says, like it it or you know whatever. Uh, no, it, it's it's a Scooby Doo tack, and I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. Command Dog, the comrade, just doesn't respect Tack's authority, yeah. and he just finds little ways to dig at him every time, while still being a good friend. Uh, but yeah, uh, it is really nice to see like the entire time, because like. Momoko is not coming at her like in condescension. I mean, I mean, it is coming off a little condescending, sure, which Nai gets, but doesn't like get mad about because Momoko is coming at it with like, "I'm anxious for you, someone I care about, and I, I want you to do." Yeah, it's a genuine word. She says, um, word for word, "You're throwing your life away, and you deserve so much more than this." It is coming out of like compassion for Nai and yeah. straight up worry, and like, I, I mean, she throws in some like pretty awful stuff too but like it's mostly just the hey like she just she says it's time for you to grow up which is rude yeah um but like she's like you deserve more yeah and you don't say that to someone you don't no, care about you deserve more and if you, that more happens to be like at my apartment then uh, <laughs> yeah we can talk about it but oh uh, just in case you're not into that how will you find a boyfriend yeah <laughs> Uh, it definitely, like, definitely with, like, the other things that she says, like, earlier on, uh, yeah. around, like, you know, yeah. university and, and the Metabots Corporation, it definitely seems like, you know, she recognizes the gift that Nye has for engineering mm -hmm. and, and robotics and stuff, and I feel like that's probably at the core of, like, you're here slumming it, barely making any money, doing repairs on children's toys, and just, it isn't until she starts to see her interact with these children that she starts to recognize the thing that like Nye is getting out of this and mm -hmm. like maybe like despite the fact that she has this incredible gift for like mechanics and stuff that like her dreams don't necessarily coincide with using that gift directly yeah. to like for like the, yeah. the, the the best execution of what that gift could be and I feel like that's kind of like the the, yeah. the end beat that we're working towards this episode and what makes this episode so fucking good <laughs> and, and Nye's, all Nye's real gift isn't yep. just her mechanical inclinations it's her compassion and like yeah. love of people. That's the real gift she has, and she's freely sharing it. Yeah, and, like that's really nice. Like Nye's uh, presence here, and because we, we see later that she offers like ridiculous discounts to these to, to to these kids, and she's just like offering a lot of work for much less than she could be charging them. She is actively pushing back against the libertarian hellscape that is the world of Metabots mm -hmm. by fostering a community and trying to guide these children. Like, she is basically fighting back against the gentrification that's all around them and just being like a place where the kids can come and learn and be better. The she offers, she, she makes a fucking Metabot school on Sundays. Yeah. Like, uh, a gentrification? The genderfication? She's against it all. Yeah. Uh, I will say, let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and include. I know this, like, yeah. we have a scene between this and when uh, Komen mm -hmm. Dog is fixed, but let's go ahead and talk about this now because I know a certain character is going to show up and my eyes are going to go white and roll back into my head, and, and that's all I'm going to talk about for a while. Uh, You're going to yeah. get one red eye with a couple little squiggles on it. Yeah, you know. Um, uh, so Komen Dog is all fixed, and, you know, Nye goes to, like, you know, send them along and uh, hands uh, Tack back his change. That he gave uh, for the money he gave her, and he says, "Oh, you the, you know, this is too much. Like I barely paid for anything." And Nye's like, "It's okay. Like you know, I want to make sure that you guys are in, in tip top shape. Like get along." 
And like, you know, Momoko like is so like She also know, tells him not to cry last next time he loses. Yes. <laughs> which is which is very good as well. Yeah. And Momoko's like, how do you like make ends meet when you're not you're barely charging these kids anything? And like Nai's like, well, that's you know, I get other things out of it. Like I I have to work a little bit harder and we have to like scrimp and like, you know, make ends meet where we can, but like, you know, I'm happy to do this. And like you you can tell that Momoko is starting to understand Nai's perspective because she's like, Okay, well, cool. How about I buy you lunch then? And they're gonna go on a little date together. Uh, yeah, she uh Nai says, I just live a little more simple. <laughs> to which Momoko, without missing beat, goes, Well then, can I treat you to a simple lunch? <laughs> and then It is so Nai yeah. grabs her hand with both of her hands, pulls it closer to her, and says, I knew you would understand me. Yeah. <laughs> and like the joy rating off her face there. It's it's phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. Um, the and then range. and then uh, and then she says, you know, when you get married and have kids, I promise I'll fix their metabots for him, but you know that's not important. Yeah. So Banjo <laughs> is in the episode. Well, <laughs> Well, of course, well, yeah, right. of so, course she's going to fix Momoko's kids' metabots uh, they're gonna be because they're going to be her kids, too. Like, <laughs> Exactly. It's, like, the way she says it is the cutest shit. Yeah. It's, it's both a, like, oh, it's it's a fun, cute, like, yeah, this is how we'll pay you back in the future. It's accepting the date. It's also, like, kind of a fun pushback against the way that Momoko was talking earlier with the like trying to find a boyfriend mm-hmm. and getting and settling down kind of thing. It's it like it's just throwing that out at the same time. Yeah. It's just like it's also it's a really cute little turn of phrase that does like five different things at yeah. once. It's also promising, hey, now that we understand each other, we're gonna be closer for a longer time. Like yeah. we're gonna be friends far enough in the future that this could happen because we yeah. understand each other now. And like yeah. that's I mean, really nice too. It's it's in it's either in this scene or the previous scene that like Nai apologizes for being bad at staying in touch. Like she really wanted to, but she just like gets caught up in other things and like doing the repairs and working. But she like yeah. she does want to reach back out to these people and have a connection with them. And I I, yeah. I think that really <laughs> sings in the like this moment where she's like so like happy that Momoko like wants to just go get lunch with her. <laughs> Who amongst before us? Before we move on to the second, <laughs> before we move on to the second character, <laughs> the best character of the show. Oh. Uh, just come on this shipping journey with me and imagine the ghost pottery scene, except it's nigh teaching Momoko how to repair like a busted fuse in an arc. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, 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 yeah. There just you gotta like the Nye's like, no, no, you gotta really turn the screwdriver and hand on her hand turning the screwdriver with it. Yeah, I'm down. Absolutely. Yeah. That's that's romance. That's romance, baby. That's all we really what more do we want? than to have someone we love also help us fix a murder robot. <laughs> Honey being outside, just, like, telling Medibi and Icky, if you go in there right now, I will fucking... Oh, well, I, I know what else that we want. Um, B- banjo. It's, it's, it's banjo. It's we're going to the arcade, baby. <laughs> it's arcade yeah. time. So, Icky and Medibi are are trudging through downtown. They're arguing over who truly has the bigger crush on Nye, and they are deciding they're going to settle it once and for all, and they look up and see an arcade sign, and they're like, we're going to settle it here. And that's when Banjo intercedes and says, I won't let such petty arguments happen in my arcade, uh, and challenges them to, to a contest for them to have the right to even use his arcade for such a stupid, silly reason. Which is Cam-less real good. Banjo is here. He's not here because of Cam. He's here because he loves the challenge. I love Banjo. I love that he's yeah. here. 
the, like the super good thumbs up he gives like it just stuck with me it was a really good thumbs up i'm not sure why but it was a good thumbs up he gave saying nah i'm on my own buddy bonjo's a bancho and that just means that he's got great thumbs yeah. up like it's just part of the character design i mean the, it is the the one thing that could have made Sa- well the the two things that could have made sasuke perfect um one is if he would have referenced the uh you know the specific anarchist uh writers that he learned theory from and two would be if he could have ever given a thumbs up on screen which he never did <laughs> well um how many robots does uh sasuke battle with um like alongside ju- not against <laughs> oh uh you know Mitch, he does summon a giant mecha tengu that he he is inside and operates. <laughs> he, it is a, it is made of fire, and yeah, he does. Uh, I am certain that he gives at least one thumbs up during the Haku fight in the first like fifteen episodes. Oh man, does he? I don't know. I the on, the one and only time he trusts. Don't Naruto. don't make me go get my baby coffin full of Naruto manga. Uh. <laughs> Wait, you know what? I mean. It's the one good, really good part of Naruto. <laughs> you no, don't don't get me started. Uh, well, there I'm are sorry. lots of good that, parts of Naruto that doesn't have Guy or Rock Lee in it. You didn't mention there's, their names at all. Good parts of Naruto, and then there's really good parts of Naruto. <laughs> Singular. How how big are Sasuke's there's a lot eyebrows? Of good parts of Naruto. <laughs> if Sasuke's eyebrows aren't so big, he can't be a good character. That's why Banjo's great. That's why Genkai's great. That's why Miss Nye's great. They got big eyebrows. This is slander. I did not say Sasuke is a good character. I just said he gives a thumbs up. <laughs> so, Iki and Metabi are going to face off against ba- uh, Banjo and his uh, preferred arcade machine. They are doing some kind of space bike race. Banjo is on one. Iki and Metabi are on the other. Uh, and they just keep getting owned by 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 Bonjo uh, over and over again to the point where Icky still wants rematches. He wants to keep trying until he can beat him, but uh, he has run out of money. Uh, mm-hmm. Which is when uh, Banjo also he's twelve zero. Yes, uh, <laughs> just just getting destroyed. Uh, but uh, Banjo's up for a, a different kind of challenge, so he says that they can row battle, and they'll do it by the rules. Because rules are the biggest challenge you can possibly put on yourself. <laughs> and I, I, I was like, all right, this is a great episode. Not only do I get uh, Miss Nice Ship, but Banjo going, I'm a bad boy. And what makes me the baddest boy of all is I respect authority. I was like, <laughs> all right, yeah. I love it. Like, Banjo just realized that he, like, Next week, he's probably going to start practicing some 0% Super Metroid speedruns. Yeah. Like, he's just realized that, what if I just played these video games with more restrictions yeah. and still beat everyone with them? I mean, like, I really do feel like the only reason he even did the whole, like, Killabot, ruleless meta-battling thing was just, like, he was angling to get Blossomel because it's the best mm-hmm. metabot ever made and now that he has her then he's fine he's good he'll play by the rules it's it's so, whatever he wants the challenge <laughs> so you were talking about speed runs you know banjo just speed run genkai's whole character arc right he did <laughs> this episode he speed runs <laughs> in a character arc <laughs> this is the third episode and, he and he's ne- already genkai 
Yeah. Uh, and he does it without needing uh, small children or a family or a sad backstory. Or, so, in a sense, he did it by adding extra rules to his... Yeah, or to um, murder uh, one of his friends and bury it. So, yeah. Yeah, like uh, 100% uh, Vegeta glitchless no family, and he did it in, what, five minutes? <laughs> they, they wouldn't say no family. That's too many syllables. We no fam. <laughs> This face turn, Genkai, this face turn shit is easy. It's for babies. How, why did it take you so long? My god. <laughs> I just love that. Uh, he just speedrun an entire character arc. It was great. And he's still a phenomenal character. It didn't cheapen him at all. In fact, I think he's even cooler now than he was last time he showed up. What do you mean Sasuke took 650 chapters for this? <laughs> <laughs> Look, there's good anime and manga, and then there's Naruto. Boo. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's my feeling exactly. Boo. But yeah, um, it's just... No, Boo-Ruto is the... <laughs> one, we're out of Halloween season, and two, that's a different manga entirely. <laughs> uh, but uh, Miss Nye notices uh, what time it is, and she goes, oh, oh shit, it's time for my rounds. Um, hey, you, you want to spend the rest of the day with me? Come on ahead. Yeah. <laughs> We've we've gone on this. Come with yeah. me on this lazy Sunday. Yeah, drive. we've gone on this brunch lunch date, lunch date. Do you maybe just want to yeah. like cruise around in my van Look. and uh, see okay. me do my work? Uh. Uh, she wakes up in the morning. Momoko shows up. They have breakfast. Uh, she spends the day talking to Momoko about like each other and how they feel about things and children. And then they decide to have lunch together after fixing some metabots. And then she's like, "Oh hey, I still want to spend time with you. Come with me." Now you get to Let's see, yeah, you get to see me work more. And Momoko's like, I couldn't leave you if I tried. <laughs> and then hops in the van. And like, that's not even really reading too much romance into the situation. It, like, it, even if it's there just is, strictly platonic, married at this point. Like, <laughs> yeah, it, even if it's just strictly platonic, like Momoko's like, I would die for you. I would kill yeah. for you. I'll do them both were, at the same time Momoko if I like, have turns to. Turns around and she's like, Honey, can I call myself your mom? Yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah. like very clearly, like you know, uh, she was friends with with all three of those girls. But it's very clear that like she and Momoko actually had like a close and meaningful relationship. Yeah, as, as children. absolutely. Like, <laughs> yeah, and that's like that's very nice. Um, so uh, Nai drives to the park that she always parks at, gets out of the car, and says, "Oh hey, watch this." Opens the van, and Momoko is like. Oh my god, did you build all this yourself? <laughs> and Nai's like, oh yeah, of course. And Moko, like, her hands are like clutching her chest because she's like, this is this is wonderful. Yeah. It's, she's appreciating it's, she isn't the work just, and the craft. Like, yeah, it's she isn't just living in some shitty warehouse and like repairing children's toys. Like, she is actually taking this 100 percent seriously. She's yeah. built a like custom-made van as like a mobile like repair center. Like, yeah. you know, she's, she's not wasting her talents at all. <laughs> she's innovating the business. She's inventing things along the way. And she's doing it in a way that is like fun and convenient for her, as well as everyone else around her. Like what a better way to do a business. Yeah, she doesn't make any money, but she's choosing not to make money. Like, like there's, I have nothing but respect for Nye. And I think Momoko's fully on board now. Yeah. There's only one thing standing between her and Miss Nye right now, heart to heart. And that's Red Run. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because they get to the park, they see uh, that Icky and, and Banjo are facing off, that uh, B and Blossomel are here. And uh, immediately Nye is concerned 
Um, and uh, it's so concerned at seeing Blossom Elle that she doesn't even see that Icky's here until Momoko points out, oh, isn't that little boy that you know? And they rush down only for Arika to clear up that, no, like, they're doing a proper row battle. Like, this is all on the up and up. And we immediately cut to, you know, Banjo and, and uh, well, uh, Blossom Elle, like, you know, uh, working in sync, you know, Icky and Banjo side by mm-hmm. side, like, talking to their watches and giving commands. Like, this is a legit fight. <laughs> but before we cut away we see Nye give the slightest sly smile when she hears that Banjo's following the rules now. Yeah. Like, she's happy for Banjo immediately upon hearing that. Yes. <laughs> no no grudge, nothing. She's just immediately, like, I'm glad for him. That's, that's Nye's the best character ever written in all of the yeah. media. <laughs> she really is. And although one thing that I do want to point out here where it's like, Red so Red Run doesn't have uh, bullets to reload during combat or whatever. So other than when he shows up in a sneak attack, wh- how exactly was Banjo like breaking the rules previously? Um, ma- uh, maybe. I- uh, oh, I-, I think the big emphasis was like you know not stopping when the the coin came out. Like he w- he was taking Cam's orders to like okay cool now I got to break the coin I got to destroy the metabot etc cetera, etc. Cetera. I think that's well, the other that's thing what is the emphasis was on. They were uh, fights based on de- deception almost entirely. Yeah, like. Uh, it, also, they were let's... traps. They were deception. They were using that fight in order to deceive Icky, uh, in order to deceive the viewing public who were watching it. Um, I I'm not saying that like he was cheating by doing other things, but everything around that game was so deceitful and dishonest that we don't even know how like fair the actual fight was. Yeah, it's for... also using Blossom Ale in a. Uh... Uh, for uh, the majority of of its existence as a metabot was like using a legendary in a Pokemon battle or using the unlockable boss character in a fighting game. It's only recently that like the playing field has been leveled that it's just kind of a normal metabot again. It was really overpowered for a long time and kind of unfair to use against other people. <laughs> yeah, but like... Yeah, well, considering that metabee hasn't changed in any way shape or form i can only assume by level the playing field you mean meta be gained a couple of levels and now well also they figured out how to use the metaphors against it uh mm-hmm. <laughs> which they still don't which they don't do or need yeah this fight rules it, it, yeah, uh, this, yeah, it's, this is yeah. Rules. this is classic metabot good fighting yeah we don't need no metaphors we don't need someone to learn a lesson along the way it's just a good fight using your brain in your environment yeah uh like the this might this might be the best fight that takes place in the park. Yeah. Because, uh, like, you know, Plossibel, like, goes and takes cover behind the slide, so B, like, jumps on top of the slide to shoot him. And we him. get beetle noises. We do. He's like, uh, he's like, what the heck? And then he makes beetle noises. Yeah. Uh, and But it's, you know, B's been tricked because Blossomville has actually gone underneath the slide and then jumped up on top of him. We get demon noises from Blossomville and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, uh, the fucking beats the shit out of Metabee and blah, 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 blah. Momoko's upset of all this. She doesn't understand how Nai can, like, you know, like be encouraging these kids to be fighting and all this violence and everything. And that's when Nye explains the themes of metabots and why mm-hmm. row battling is good, actually, because it teaches kids how to like lose gracefully and like think and be creative and form friendships and like you did bloody, bloody, blah, everything that we've seen the show do for yeah. fucking 80 some episodes at and- this point. Uh, channel their aggression into healthy competition yeah, yeah. uh one of the while momoko is like 
how how this is brutal what the fuck yeah. is happening why why is this okay one of the uh i thought these were toys why do they have guns <laughs> uh the, the part that really struck me was uh she goes you know i was trying to find myself momoko and i found myself right here right where i started i share these kids victories and regrets and i encourage them i love helping them grow up i have no regrets at all and then that's when momoko like shakes her head and like she's like i get it this is this is love love this isn't yeah. just infatuation anymore this isn't a crush this is straight up love i yeah. understand everything and i think this is like the like nice whole speech here is what makes me really love this episode because mm-hmm. yeah like you know we're so on edge and prepared for gender shit to happen this episode and yeah. the idea of nye being a mother is never stated Ever. And when we come to her explicitly talking about her relationship to these kids and why she thinks it's really rewarding, it is explicitly in like a mentor, like teacher, like relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is it is the the role that she is like playing in their lives to help turn them into better people. And it is ne- it isn't gendered in any single way in the way that she's talking about it. And it just feels so fucking good. Like it feels so true to her character. It sells so well, like the themes of like what Metabots Damashi is supposed to be about the, the, the row battle spirit or fucking whatever. And it's like, it's finally like all of the things about the show, like converging in a way that like is good. And I like to see it like it, mm-hmm. like it feels well built out of like all of the episodes we've watched without any of like the weird dumb bullshit that has been in like the early episodes or even like the weird dumb bullshit that occasionally cropped up in like original metabots. Like this is the perfect distillation of what metabots is about and it's good to see it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This sequence is the, it's metabots's theater scene. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I just characters like loudly and proudly just enunciating the themes of the show and their ideology with their chest, just like boom, here it is. Yeah, and like you know, this is still a children's television show, so we don't get Cam alongside here, you know, uh, offering up a philosophy that is evil but still comparably understandable to to what uh, you know Nye is saying. But I'll take it. I'll take it because what Nye is saying is very good, and I like to hear her say it. <laughs> Yeah, they did just they just decide to split that off to like whatever he's going to give his big speech in like episode four. Yeah, it's it's going to be when we like get like some journal from like Zuru's dad about like why he originally like created uh, kilowatts the way that he did and like you know whatever I don't know we'll get to it. Uh. Look, Cam's got a few more years before he grows up to be Seto Kaiba. We know this. <laughs> he, he's he's got to learn the villainy right now. Yeah. He's 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 just bad and awful and he, rich, but he hasn't learned like the straight up villainy. Which I've been saying this whole time. Banjo's a Yu Gi Oh character. Cam's just Seto Kaiba waiting to grow up. That's all this is. God, Banjo would be so good in Yu Gi Oh. Uh, yeah, that's all he is. He's a Yu Gi Oh character. <laughs> he's the perfect synthesis, synthesis of Yu Gi Oh and Naruto, uh, and I will stand by that statement. Uh, <laughs> which makes him one of the best characters in anime. Yeah, <laughs> in in your opinion. Yeah. Uh, so back to the row battle though. Now that that, that uh, Nye has convinced Momoko why she does what she does. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, 
B gets launched into the air, lands on top of a swing. Icky tells him, hey, get down on the swing, start swinging. Uh, B uses the momentum of the swing to do a flying jump kick at Blossomel, which knocks Blossomel into the seesaw. And then uh, Meta B launches himself onto the other end of the seesaw, sends Blossomel into the air where he can effectively shoot him with a homing missile. Momoko gets excited at this, this turn of the fight and this use of creative strategy. Finally, they've connected... Uh, and, you know, uh, fucking, you know, uh, uh, Icky wins, Meta B wins, uh, Banjo is left in tears holding the corpse of his Metabot, uh, gets, you know, Nye goes up to tell him, hey, you fought really good, and he's like, I don't want any pity, uh, but, you know, Nye offers to help him repair Blossomel, and you see still tears streaming down his face, Banjo gets a little little smirk, little smile at his mouth because he realizes that he's a part of this community. He has these fresh uh, these these uh, friendships and relationships, and he's like happy for Nye to help repair him, uh, repair his Metabot. And it's like maybe the best ending of a Metabot episode we've ever had. Like this episode's so fucking good. <laughs> yeah, I want to point out during the action bit where instead of just jumping over Red Run to land on the seesaw and knock him into the air. Metabi like parkours <laughs> over Red Run. He face. does. <laughs> to make it to the other it's side. It's the perfect launch point. Uh, and, uh, and insult to injury says tag you're it. So not only is he getting his ass kicked, but he's also it. Yeah. He's also it, yeah. And the going back to the point of Metabi having uh like become better to the point where he can take on Red Run uh, fairly one thing that we do see in a couple of the in a couple of the instances during this uh, this entire match, Metabee's keeping his distance and he's just constantly shooting. Even when he's hanging off of Blossomale's arm, <laughs> he's shooting directly at Blossomale's chest and yeah. head. And by the time we end up, we see the like final, uh, like the final damage being done. We see that Blossomale's like almost all of the damage has been done to the head, and it's mm-hmm. like, oh yeah. Icky and Medibi have actually put in the training and the effort, and now they're really accurate, and they're actively going, hey, target just the head. It doesn't... Too much armor to do anything but target mm-hmm. the head, so just go full out. So it's like, okay, we see it's actually a different fighting style overall. Yeah. It, it's good shit. This anime is good, really. Except for the few times it's not, but for the most part, it's really, really good. Someone should do a podcast about metabots. <laughs> see, now I'm, now I'm realizing it's not that... It was bad at the start, and then, like, like the reason it was bad at the start is because they were gambling on, what if we take all of the bad shit and put it all the way at the start, so then we could just hit people with banger after banger after banger? <laughs> it did not work out for them. They got canceled. It was a good effort. I respect the effort. Though, I don't. Because now, I'm having a fucking great time. Yeah, but imagine if uh, we got, like, 12 more seasons. We got Metabots Tamers. We got G Metabots. We got Metabots Turn A. We got um, Metabots <laughs> Maximum. We got um, Metabots, Metabots Orange Island. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of more anime stuff. Uh, my my, my Metabots Academia. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> I would watch my Metabots Academia for real, though. That would be phenomenal. My little Metabots Academia. I don't care at this point. <laughs> we got a school setting. We don't go to school anymore. Coach Man Mountain is dead as far as we know. I do miss Coach Man Mountain. So to go with My Hero Academia is, like, far more overtly uh, 
carp-loving bent. What if my Metabots Academia is the story of Icky's dad making it through the ranks? Uh, I mean... Go- going through war crime school. I, I mean, at that point in time, that's just a Gundam, again. Yeah, Metabots are just little Gundams. Look, again, Metabots are only Gundams if they commit war crimes. <laughs> Other than that, they're just a sparkling mecha. So they... So they... <laughs> We're both right. Uh... This is a good episode. I, I really like it. Um, everyone starts flattering Nye at the end of it. Yeah, yeah. Erica even comes out and just saying, damn, like, I, I wonder if I practice with my camera enough, will I become as good at photography as Miss Nye is at repairing the yeah. lights? Okay, also, look. Momoko does apologize, like, like openly mm-hmm. for misunderstanding Nye uh, originally. Yeah. And, and is, you know, is is glad she's living her best life. Tell me any any other interpretation other than what we've been putting forth today. You really are a shining star. The kind of light yeah. only comes from finding your purpose in life. I hope I find mine like yours someday. Yeah. Like, you, you can't. <laughs> she says, pretending that her shining star isn't, right, isn't directly yeah. in front of her. <laughs> I found my purpose. It's you. Well, Miss Nye wouldn't accept that because she knows to have a good, healthy relationship, both people have to have, you know, a passion of theirs outside of the relationship. But, like, she would encourage to help. Absolutely. I mean, I would not be surprised if her dream is to be just the greatest housewife, given her conversation with the other girls. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it worked for uh, for uh, for Chidori. Chidori, yeah. Listen, as long as she's okay living simply, uh, I think there's a warehouse slash toy repair shop that she would be more than welcome to move into. Uh. Well, you can live simply, and you can live simply in love. There you go. That's all you need. Uh, well, um, you know, the, the ending uh, of this episode is... Nye, you know, thanking them for their flattery and then saying she's going to buy them all ice cream. And um, uh, I I know yeah. neither of you are, are huge Modazushi fans, uh, but the the Chinese slogan for Cornettos that are frequently free, uh, featured in the ad breaks for that show uh, is li- uh, live simpler, you're much cuter. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. All right. Listen, I'm. Those books are on their way. <laughs> Once they arrive, I will finally enter the world of Modazushi. I mean, it does star Waluigi and Wario. I was talking to Colin about this last night. I I, I was hit with a brilliant inspiration. I'm like, hey, this is Waluigi. <laughs> and Mitch sent me a picture of Zhang Cheng, who I have cosplayed before. And yes, he is purple. Purple. And yes, he is awful. Uh, he is Waluigi. <laughs> oh. I calls him as I sees him, and as MetaWatch has proven, I'm hardly ever wrong when I calls him as I sees him. This is true. <laughs> this is true. It's a gift and a curse. Um, but, okay, let's focus on the ice cream a bit. One, I wish I could watch the sub and see if they actually said Cornetto. Two, <laughs> this entire episode is about how Miss Knight has no money and doesn't charge these children enough, and she's barely scraping by because it's a passion project. Yeah. And here she is spending what little money she had today to buy these kids ice cream. Yeah, because she needs to reinforce to Banjo that, like, this is a good experience. You lost, but you learned. Now you okay. have friends. And it's going to be Also, good. like, Miss Nye is also celebrating alongside... It's like, I'll give you money for ice cream. No, it's, I am having ice cream with you kids today yeah. because I'm also celebrating. I well, got to rekindle a friendship, at least. <laughs> and well, let's, the best let's part is... Remember. Hold on, I'm sorry, real quick. The best part... She's spending tax money on these kids. <laughs> uh, let's also remember, though, she didn't have to pay for lunch today. So she's got a, yeah. she's got a little extra in her pocket. Uh, 
You know she does meal prep. Well, you know Honey does meal prep. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Momoko's definitely going with them for the ice cream, right? Uh, Momoko left. Yeah, she. I, I think this is more of a, a Nye and the kids thing. Uh, you and know, look, they, they, they can have a date later tonight. Uh, we, we, they spent all morning and all afternoon together. Like, you do have to have a break so some of that stuff can settle. If you just keep going and then you're just running a manic high and then, like, that's not great or healthy. You got to let some of that stuff settle for a little bit and kind of calm down. And then and then you can keep going. Really digest the lessons you learned. It. Momoko's going home for just, for a little bit just so she can re-put on her yeah. face and then go wait for an eye at the Or maybe at the home. maybe take off her face. Maybe realize maybe she does like who knows? Who knows what Momoko's well, maybe, into? Maybe pre- Momoko might be trying to figure stuff out. Prepare a little night bag. You know, just maybe prepare a little overnight bag and uh, bring it over and say, hey, honey, where can I put this? Momoko's going home looking for some clothes that she doesn't mind getting dirty so she can go, all right, hey, I want to help. I'll come over next Sunday. Let me find a jumpsuit in my size. Which, again, what is more real love than matching jumpsuits? I can't think of it. I do have the image in my head of instead of a matching jumpsuit, it's it's just like a really cute like floral print yeah that's uh, beautiful i love it i still regret not buying a hanafuda romper when i had the chance to and now that that shop is just like permanently shut down (sighs) yeah i i I mean that that seems like that seems like a you thing hanafuda (laughs) romper you get a a secondary small hanafuda half cape you don't wear capes with rompers mitch that's the no no, doesn't work. They say you can't wear capes with rompers. You can't, You're going to prove no. them wrong. And you don't wear a cape during the summer. <laughs> you wear a shroud during the summer, Mitch. Come on, it's got to be chiffon. <laughs> Anyways, Sam, where can people find you on the internet? <laughs> people can find me on Twitter at sspslj. I'm also the co-host of It'll Wash Out, a Bleach Rewatch podcast, and that can be found at Bleachcast. I still can't believe that y'all have Bleachcast. It is, like, ludicrous to me that nobody else got Bleachcast. Uh. I can only assume... I, I mean, I get it. <laughs> in the several years of Bleach being dead, of of all content, that it just went unused, and then we picked okay, it up again. Okay, yeah. I, I refuse to believe there wasn't an already existing Bleachcast <laughs> that just got dead. Like, that's absurd. And I Mitch, where can it, people find you Bleach. Look, if you're going to do an anime rewatch podcast there's really only one good answer that answer is definitely not Bleach. <laughs> no we're doing it right now and it's almost yeah. over hi i'm mitch uh i'm at big bad beetle boy on twitter uh follow me there and i will um don't engage there engage at the 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 meta rotch <laughs> colin where can people talk to you and send you bad opinions about who's a different waluigi in what series uh they're not bad opinions uh jong cheng truly is waluigi and uh by by the you know the associative purple and yellow property that means that jin ling is wario uh anybody Mm -hmm. who thinks uh that isn't true can fight me online uh you can find me at my public account that i don't use at pagetish or you can find me at my private account that you can request to follow me at at pagetesque uh and you can also find the show at metabot or Meta Watch and at Meta Rotch, uh, where we do occasionally post content. Uh, not for the past month, but oh well, uh, we're going to get back on that uh, just in time to end the show. Um, who knows when we're going to record that final episode, but uh, after we cover the finale, uh, I guess in three more episodes, uh, we will have a, a an actual like 
podcast finale episode. So if you want to get mm-hmm. any questions in, uh, email us at metawatch at gmail.com, I guess, or DM yeah. them to us or just tweet them and we'll put them in a text file to hold on to. Fucking you, whatever. Find us on Discord. Who knows? Um, uh, send it to the P.O. box that we'll set up. You know, what, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> That's not true. Um, I'm not going to set up a P.O. box. <laughs> I mean, we okay. if we're not going to set up a P.O. box, can at least we set up an ending? Well, if you're looking to scrap, then get ready to crumble. Embrace yourself for... Metabolic!